Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Barefooting with Sierra. My name is Sierra Larson, better known as Barefoot Sierra. I'm a novelist, comic creator, and independent journalist, and I have been living without shoes since 2010. I created this podcast to keep my audiences in touch with all of my projects, to talk about things I care about, and to interact with the awesome people in my various professional networks. In this, at- in this episode, I interviewed Marvin Best, a drummer from Washington, D.C., I'm going to break this podcast up into four parts, novels, comics, journalism, and barefooting, each representing a different aspect of my professional life. I will give you updates on what I'm working on, let you know about any new works you can see, and keep you in the know about when I do free book giveaways on Amazon. Let's get started. First up, novels. My second novel, Red 72 Genesis, is currently available as a free ebook through January 30th. Make sure you head over to Amazon to get a copy of that if you haven't already. You can read it as a standalone book, but it will make more sense if you read Red 72 first. I'm continuing to work on my postbellum romance novel. I'm about a third of the way through my first draft. I mean, it's hard to say because I haven't written it all yet, but I'm a third of the way through the story that I want to tell. Today, I wrote a description of a Civil War veteran's amputation that I was pretty impressed with. Not sure if it'll make it into the final draft, but I'll share it with you anyway because I love how it turned out. It was so ugly. A jagged, puckered line ran down the middle of the stump where the battlefield surgeon had sewn him back together after removing the damaged skin, muscle, and bone. The thick scar protruded from the rest of the stump by a full half-inch. Other scars from the shrapnel of the cannon that took his lower arm pocked his remaining flesh. I based that description on a photo I found of a Civil War veteran named John Murphy who lost his right arm below the elbow. I heard from my editor today. He's still plugging away at my Red 72 series finale, Red 72 Revelation. He let me know he should have the edits back to me by the end of this week. I'm looking forward to going through that and improving on it. I used to use volunteer editors, but for this book, with it being the last in the series, I really wanted to make sure I got everything right, that it didn't leave any loose ends or have any major plot holes, because after this, that's it. I'm not adding to the series. So I hired a professional editor to go over everything with me for this one. I do plan on writing another novel set in the Red 72 universe and timeline eventually, about 75 years after the conclusion of Revelation. I need to get the other novels I'm working on done first, though. I've been fueling my creativity by feeding my mind exciting things and talking to exciting people. Today I spoke with Marvin Best, a drummer from Washington, D.C. Here's that interview. Hey there, Marvin, and thank you for joining me on the podcast. So great to have you with me. Um, if you don't mind, please tell the um, listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do. Okay. All right. Well, my name is Marvin Beth, and also I have a middle initial of my name because my father's name is it's the same name as mine because I have a middle initial, so I put Marvin and Beth. And I'm from from the United States, Washington District of Columbia. And I'm a musician, and I love music. What kind of music do you play? I play I play like almost a lot of types. I play gospel music since I play in church. <clears throat> I play some little hip hop, R and B, a little bit of rock, country, and especially Disney music. How did you decide to become a musician? Well, like every when I was a kid, my my grandma, my grandma, every time my sister and I come home from daycare and school, 
and like they like in my my grandma and my aunts used to play one of our aunts used to play music for us ever since we were kids. Like we grew up around music all our lives. Like like my like my grandma, she used to play one of the music groups that she used to we every time we were at her house or at her sister's house. And she also has videos of artists that she listens to as well. Like VHS and DVDs. Like we we grew up we grew up around music like almost almost our lives. That's awesome. Um, so how do you come up with new songs? What's your inspiration? Well, well, like I listened to, I listened to it first and then I'll start learning it. And then like learn, learn what uh, part, parts that come in, like learn the intro, learn the bridge part and learn the outro of it. All right. And what's your training? Like, Did you go to school to learn how to do this? No, I I didn't like I, w- I did went to uh, kindergarten school like like I was, I had a music teacher years ago. His name is Mr. Craig, and I used to play the um the recorder. Yeah, those were those were the fun days of of elementary school. We were all our poor right. teachers that had to teach us how to do that. <laughs> um, have you ever had a music student? No, I never had. But I remember, like, I remember, like, my mom used to buy my sister, sister, my toy instruments when we was growing up. Awesome. Um, what do you think is the most important thing for someone who wants to be a musician to know? Is you have to get an idea of what what instrument you want to play. You got to got to get an idea. Like if you, like if I like I, I'm gonna tell you how I started out playing drums. Like every time I like I go to church every Sunday, I always stay at the drink. I always stay at any drink that any church I go to, and I, I like I get an idea like what I want to do. And how I started out, I used to like going. I used to go in my grandma's kitchen, take out parts of paint, bang on them. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite kind of music to listen to? I don't. I don't have a favorite, but I have lots of types of music. I have. I have gospel music because I grew up around to just listen to it all the time because my grandma used to play it my sister and I did music from the 90s. I was in the late 90s when I was born. Let's see. Hip-hop, R&B, rock, a little bit of rock, country, almost almost everything. So I, so I, just, I just love music so much I grew up around that's great. Um, is there a musician that's inspired you more than any other? Is that everything? Is there a, a musician that has inspired you more than any other? No, not exactly. But like I watch like a lot of musicians on YouTube, and I also have a DVD of a drummer that that teaches you stuff, and he also he also like told me some stuff as well, and. Well, he's he's no longer he's no longer living anymore. But he passed back in 2017 at the age of 43. Wow. What's been the hardest thing for you about being a musician during this pandemic? Well, to be honest, um, I don't know, but like 
I remember like I was about to start my I was about to start my first game and it never worked. It never worked out but I told him one day I'm gonna start playing for games. Hard to hard to get those gigs when everything's shut down. And what's the best what's the best advice you've received about your music career? Well, this advice is like I could I could just I could just learn stuff on my own. Like I could just look at videos and then try to demonstrate what other musicians do and try to copy them. All right. Well, thanks for your time and thanks so much for joining me. Um, I'm glad to have had you here and I'd love to have you again sometime. Sure. Now on to comics. My comic today is a Patreon exclusive. I did a play on the Bernie Sanders in a chair meme, but Bernie is a possum. You can see that at patreon.com slash possum Pete. It's just $1 per month to become a subscriber, and you unlock all of my past Patreon-exclusive posts when you sign up. In comic-related news, from Marvel.com, Marvel is letting fans vote on the final member of the Krakoan-era X-Men team. As revealed in X-Men number 16, Cyclops and Jean Grey shared the need for a new X-Men team to protect the mutant nation of Krakoa and fight on mutant kind's behalf. A number of nominations have been accepted since then, but the last member of the X-Men is now in your hands. Choose from Armor, Banshee, Boom Boom, Cannonball, Forge, Marrow, Polaris, Strong Guy, Sunspot, and Tempo. Voting open today and will run through February 2nd. Read bios of the characters and get your vote in at marvel.com slash X-Men vote. I really like Boom Boom, so that's who I voted for. All right, next up is journalism. I hit more than double my daily word count goal for the investigative journalism book I'm working on. After diving down the rabbit hole of research for so many years, having it come together finally is really exciting. I still have a long way to go in terms of organizing the information I've gathered, and I'm still waiting on court transcripts, which will, of course, add some information. But I'm full steam ahead until I get to a point where I have to have them to continue. Hopefully they'll be here by then. For current events from CTV... Bachelorette to reportedly shoot upcoming season at Jasper Park Lodge. This morning, Facebook was abuzz with reports that Jasper Lodge's 446 rooms were all fully booked on the hotel's website from February 23rd to April 29th. Reality Steve, a television writer, tweeted that his DMs were full of speculation that the Bachelorette TV show booked up the lodge to fill their next season there. CTV News called in an attempt to confirm, but a spokesperson for the hotel told them, We have a private booking. However, as we must safeguard the privacy of our guests, we do not share details about hotel reservations, meetings, or private events. A few hours later, the National Post reported that cast and crew for the show would be camping out at the resort. So will they or won't they? If it's not for The Bachelorette, who did book up the entire hotel for nine weeks? I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but I know a lot of people in the area are pretty excited about this. Last but not least, let's talk about barefooting. I had a job interview today. I wore shoes to that for the sake of looking professional. I know. But the fact that I'm an author is on my resume, so of course they wanted to know what kind of books I write. I told them about my Red 72 series and about a brief guide to barefooting as well. 
The interviewer thought that was awesome and told me about how she never wore shoes except for to school growing up, and she prefers being barefoot. And the first thing she does when she gets home is take her shoes off. It was a great experience. I think I'm going to get along great with her if I end up getting the position I applied for. Let's jump into the barefoot news. From Times of India, January 26th was India's 72nd Republic Day. Model, actor, and fitness enthusiast Milind Somal celebrated by posting a photo to his Instagram, wearing a traditional dhoti, running barefoot, and carrying India's flag. His caption read, The power is with the people. The power to take the country into a brighter future. And if this seems daunting, let's break it down. If each one of us took responsibility for our own health and our own lives, like each and every tiny cell of our bodies works hard to perform its own responsibility, it would be more than enough. Long live the Republic. Republic Day celebrates the day the Constitution of India came into effect in 1950, making India a self-governing republic, free from the influence of Great Britain. This year's Republic Day comes in the midst of widespread protests from farmers who are trying to change a new law regarding how food goes to market. Farmers say this new law benefits big businesses and hurts individual farmers. I stand with the farmers in India, and I agree with what Milan Somal said about taking responsibility for ourselves, our health, and our lives. And I think that's exactly what the farmers are doing with their protests. Thanks so much for listening in. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to sierrathebarefootgirl at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at sierrathebarefoot, on Facebook, sierrathebarefootgirl, on Twitter at sierrabarefoot, and on TikTok, TikTok <laughs> at sierraisbarefoot. All my books are available on Amazon, and my comics are available on Instagram at worldofpossums and patreon.com slash possumpete. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Until next time, this has been Barefooting with Sierra.